Why, hello everyone. Hope you're all doing uh, great. And uh, today we're going to get something, something kind of really cool, unique. Uh, one of the biggest industries in the old world, and I would even say new world. It's still extremely common. Uh, and if you've ever smoked a cigarette or had a cigar, you're going to know exactly what we're talking about. We are talking about tobacco. And today, we're going to talk about the Armington and Myers Company. Uh, it was uh, formed in Dubuque by H.W. Armington, Doris Dixon Myers, and J.H. Tice. In 1867, Armington Myers and Company was the only tobacco factory in Dubuque. At the at first, uh, the company was limited to areas that could only be reached uh, by by stagecoach uh, or the Illinois Central Railroad, and at the time, that was just the best way to do any sort of trade. So, it just enabled them to do better trade. And it was the first of its kind uh, of the company in eastern Iowa. Uh, in 1876, the, the company was actually supplying dealers in Colorado. And that's huge. You know, back in that time, distance like that, it wasn't, it wasn't an easy trip. It, you know, it was, it was train obviously improved it immensely. But, you know, that's, that's how far their reach was at that time. Uh, and the company had used equipment that could cut tobacco quicker than the hand to produce fine chew and uh, smoking tobacco. So essentially, it was just, it was, I guess you could say, automating it. It was making it quicker, uh, more efficient. You know, this was among the first companies in the state to do that. And chewing tobacco was easier to hold in the mouth. With it. And they also uh, added uh, white sugar and ground licorice. Um, Fragrant had been their first brand they produced, followed by brands such as uh, Sunset, uh, Home Comfort, and Newcomer. And uh, Armington had actually uh, sold his interest in June of 1870 to Walter C. Cox, and the company had been renamed to Myers, Tice, and Company. Uh, and uh, which is really kind of cool, you know, that that gentleman had founded it and he had done very well with it, and then he decided to sell it off. And the other people still kept it as a company; they just just did, didn't just dismantle and get rid of it. Uh, and throughout Iowa, uh, Illinois, Wisconsin, uh, Minnesota, and California, and the territories, the company annually used. 350,000 pounds of tobacco and sales annually were, were $300,000. And, you know, that's close to, uh, I, I, I'm kind of uh, rough balling this one, that is definitely close to a million dollars, like our time. And that's a that's a lot of money, folks. Uh, I don't know about you, but I, I don't pull in a million dollars. I don't even pull in $300,000. Like, that's crazy. That is a lot of money for this product. And you can only imagine, you know, this day and age with chewing tobacco and obviously sales are going down, but cigarettes and uh, cigars, you know, that it's a multi-billion dollar industry. It, it's a ridiculous amount of money. It's worldwide. Um, you know, that's actually one of the biggest things the, the U.S. actually had way back in the early 1800s, late 1700s. Tobacco was one of the biggest exports to Europe and England. Uh, it was extremely sought after. Uh, we it, Our tobacco was different than what they were using in their pipes at the time, and it was one of the most lucrative industries. And that just shows you how long it's been around and just how popular it, it really was. I think that's really kind of unique and really kind of cool. Uh, in, in 1867, the Dubuque City Directory and, and uh, the 1868 Guide, the Gazette, and Directory of the Dubuque and Sioux, uh, Sioux City Railroad uh, it stated that the business was located at 63 Main Street. And according to old receipts, the sales room was located at 322 Main Street, while the factory was operating at 321 Iowa Street. I've actually been down there. Um, I used to go longboarding a lot throughout Dubuque, and these are all familiar areas I've, I've gone by. Uh, 
Um, I, I don't believe the buildings are still there. I do think they were torn down and made new, but that's, you know, it's still kind of cool that you can go to these areas and be like, there was a massive industrious business here. And granted, you can do it now too, but, you know, it's kind of cool. Like, history's cool. You know, go check it out. It's pretty neat. Um, and in uh, February of 1895, excuse me there, uh, J.H. Tice had retired and his interest in the company had been purchased by Doris Dixon Myers, a Walter G. Cox, and George W. Myers, and then the company had been renamed to Meyer and Cox Co. So it traded hands a couple of times. Uh, Myers stuck, stuck with it like the whole way through. Like his name was Pium all the way through. Uh, and, you know, it just, it, it did well. It did very, very well. Uh, once again, a really unique piece of history of Dubuque. Uh, it goes to show you just how crazy the world goes about with tobacco. Everyone wants tobacco, it seems. Um, and again, I do want to credit my buddy Love here. Uh, fantastic gentleman. Uh, he helped do the scripting. He did very, very well. Uh, he also helped do some of the research. So big shout out to him. Thank you so much. Uh, and to everyone else, I hope you are having a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye now.